with Jim Harbaugh off to the Los Angeles Chargers uh, approximately about a month uh, after Nick Saban retired, uh, the landscape of coaching in college football has changed quite considerably with Harbaugh winning and championship and beating Saban and Saban's dominance. We know uh, what Kirby Smart has done. Um, it's really opened things up and not that Harbaugh had the same coaching career in college that Nick Saban did over the long haul, but it's kind of makes you take a restock. Well, who's going to benefit most from those guys leaving? Because I think Harbaugh had established Michigan as the best program in the Big Ten. And certainly Nick Saban had lost a little ground to Georgia and Kirby Smart, but kind of reclaimed it a little bit by winning the conference title. So who's going to benefit? Knowing that Georgia is already there, kind of on the level of where Alabama was, who could benefit the most? Uh, that is, and we'll take maybe eight or ten that we think could benefit. If they do things correctly through the absence of Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh. That's the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns of the world of football, college football, NFL, um, at LandryFootball.com. You can get the best inside analysis from a coaching, scouting, front office perspective. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. It's where you want to be. Uh, you want to know the top free agents set to, to take place in the NFL. You want to know about the best transfer portal guys. Look, it's not too far away. We're about a month away from the start of practice, spring practice in college football. Uh, let's take stock at who the best uh, uh, transfer portal guys at each position. We've got that for you. Uh, lots of details, hard-hitting, overviewing, um, overview of the college game. Um, check that out, LandryFootball.com. You want the detailed analysis, the X's and O's, but it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com. Folks, take advantage of our scouting season offer. Yes, that's what we call this season. And we've got one game left in the NFL, obviously the Super Bowl. Scouting season is upon us. We've got the Senior Bowl this week, the East-West Ryan game. We're out here scouting and providing you all the latest news, notes, information, and analysis there. Uh, recruiting, transfer portal, you name it, we got it. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. 50% off. Take advantage of that scouting season offer, the big sale that we have, the best deal that we have. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our scouting season offer is the best deal that we have gone. So who can take advantage of the absence of Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh? Excuse me. I'm going to start in no particular order, but how about Auburn? Uh, will they take advantage of Saban's absence and move ahead of them in recruiting with Hugh Freeze? And that's the belief on the Plains. But we'll have to see. DeBoer is... Uh, never had to out-recruit a rival quite as close as Auburn's in terms of critical, fertile territory. Um, you know, we'll see how this plays out on the long haul. Alabama's lost some key guys in the portal, no question. They lost some key guys in recruiting, but they did get a recommitment last week from five-star uh, wideout Ryan Williams. That's after Williams backed off his verbal. And 
that was uh, expected that he was going to go to Auburn. Well, they were able to get it done. And all is fair um, in recruiting. We'll see if Caitlin DeBoer can get down and dirty in the world of SEC recruiting. And maybe this is a sign that he can do it. Florida State. Mike Norvell didn't have to cross paths with either of these departing coaches during his time at Florida State, but that chances were high that that was coming if Saban and Harbaugh had stuck around at their respective programs. That's what happens when expectations are turned up a notch following a 13-win season. And a feeling of being shafted by the selection committee, Norvell is cleaning up in the transfer portal once again and appears to be one of the few coaches nationally who's an expert on roster revamping through college football free agency market as opposed to the old-fashioned way. And a lot of it has to do with getting guys on defense, letting them attack, be aggressive, rush the passer, and on offense, being a great play caller and a great play designer that can take talent and just morph his system around the talent that he has instead of trying to put players into his system which can be much more difficult to find. Uh, What about Michigan State? One of Michigan's permanent rivals in the Big Ten, along with Ohio State, Michigan State, and new coach Johnson Smith are happy campers. Unless Sharon Moore continues the Wolverines' elite play for the foreseeable future, Michigan has outscored the Spartans 78-7 over the last two seasons with Mel Tucker as coach. And Michigan State has only beaten its rival once in East Lansing, Oh, it's last four home games. It's going to take more than one season for Smith to turn things around. But getting a developmental program that can fight and claw without having Jim Harbaugh to go up against, they could certainly be one to benefit. What about the Tennessee Volunteers? Um, Tennessee's included in Alabama's proposed permanent SEC rivals, but the 24 slate is one off in the conference uh, with newcomers Texas and Oklahoma with expectation that 25 and beyond will be a bit more predictable from a league office. That said, Alabama beating Tennessee happened a lot during the Saban reign, 16 times in 17 years. And a couple of those victories kept the Vols from getting where they wanted to be in the league championship race. Alabama and DeBoer have to go to Neyland next year, an opportunity to play the Vols to post their second consecutive home win over a program that they hate. Can Josh Happel do it? Um, Does he have the type of program that can be consistently at the level where Alabama has been or close to it or anywhere close to what Georgia is? They've proven to not be that. But could they be enough to maybe get Alabama this year? We shall see. What about Penn State? Fruit programs in the Big Ten are happier to see Jim Harbaugh leave for the NFL than James Franklin and Penn State. Franklin was 3-6 and six against Harbaugh as a coach of the Nittley Lions, including three consecutive losses that have come after three victories over a four-year stretch. Both programs recruited a similar level, but for whatever reason, Penn State's been stuck on 11 wins several times under Franklin, including two of those years highlighted by losses to the Wolverines. Penn State doesn't have to face Michigan this fall or next due to Big Ten scheduling quirk, but that changes during the 26th and 27th campaigns. Not having Michigan on the schedule gives Penn State an opportunity to what has been the third best looking program in the Big Ten. Now, will they see Oregon and Washington jump ahead of them? Washington has their transition as well. Maybe Oregon replaces Michigan as the team behind Ohio State. 
um, that puts Penn State third? Or will they drop even further? I think with Michigan out of the way on the schedule, they can benefit. What about Oregon? Considering Dan Lanning lost to DeBoer all three times they face off with the, each other, including twice last season, the Oregon coach can breathe a sigh of relief knowing that his nemesis is in another conference altogether in 24. It's not to say Oregon and Alabama won't battle in another playoff, perhaps. But, you know, I think when you look at the regular season, um, it's a big difference. Now, on the flip side, in the Big Ten, Oregon should be able to compete right up there with Ohio State in recruiting and might be able to secure the league's number two spot that usually went to Michigan. I'm not so sure if I was looking at the Big Ten right now and say, who are the teams to beat? Ohio State would be one. And I think Oregon would be two. I think Penn State would be a distant three. I think Michigan um, would be a competition for three. Uh, I think Washington uh, losing a lot probably are not um, in competition for that third spot. But who knows? I I think it's Ohio State and Oregon in uh, the Big Ten. What about LSU? No college coach has made more staff changes coming off a 10-win season than Brian Kelly, who's now in championship mode at LSU and ahead of the 24 season. He's got one of the <clears throat> top defensive players in the country returning. A new lineup of sideline help to help that side of the ball. Considering the last three head coaches in Baton Rouge having all won titles, Kelly figures to be on the short list of active coaches without a national championship closing in on his first. Then, of course, Georgia. Um, they were right there with Alabama. Did not win the conference championship game, but they have won – um, a, a national title two years ago. Saban was 11-1 and one in the SEC championship games as a coach in the conference, including three wins over Kirby Smart in Atlanta. He had another against Smart in the national title spotlight in 2018. Since the start of the 20 season, Saban is the only coach who has beaten Smart. That's how dominant this program has been between the hedges. He's also been the biggest thorn in Smart's side in recruiting as well with several top-ranked classes. Georgia will be favored in Tuscaloosa when those two teams meet in the regular season later this year, which could be marked the first uh, of a couple of matchups. The SEC rivalry isn't going anywhere, but there's no question that Georgia is the clear favorite, at least over Alabama, whereas in the past, you can make a case it was Georgia or Alabama. Ohio State, anybody benefit more than Ohio State? Losing Jim Harbaugh. The writing's on the wall for Ryan Day. The Buckeyes are all in for 24. And with Harbaugh in the NFL, along with several other important staffers in Ann Arbor, that means Michigan may have a chink in the armor that Ohio State could exploit. Michigan's beaten Ohio State three consecutive years. Last season's victory coming via more with Harbaugh serving the suspension. There's been substantial investment in this new-look roster in Columbus through NIL, and the arrival of Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator means that Day has given his play-calling pressure to someone else and uh, focusing more on his CEO role. Will Ohio State win its first national title in 10 years? Will they win the, will they win the Big Ten? Will they beat Michigan? Boy, he better. Or we're looking at, uh, without question, the coach on the biggest hot seat in terms of expectation. It's a winner-else year for him. And what about Texas? Uh, any path to the college football playoff that it's potentially easier for one of the current elites and Texas is now that I would say that they would benefit. Steve Sarkeesian is a top level coach. 
given the recent exits from a couple of guys ahead of him. Um, Lanning, Kelly, Day, ace recruiter, developer. Sark is in the class with those guys. Maybe behind Kirby Smart, perhaps. Life in the SEC will certainly be challenging, but playoff expansion is a major plus for the Longhorns and Sark. They get the benefit of playing both Alabama and Michigan this season with new coaches. That may never happen again for a Texas head coach. You get a chance to put an L on Alabama and Michigan. That's going to look really, really good on the resume, even though we know that that's going to be a transition year for both of them. In fact, I would say that losing to either one of those teams would be a disappointment considering what the expectations and the transition year for Sharon Moore and Kalen DeBoer, as opposed to what Sark has at Texas coming back. Those are some teams that I think could benefit the most. Of course, there are others, and we'll see how this thing goes. Anybody that plays these teams on their schedule could make their season with a win over them. So, uh, But we wanted to keep it to just a few. Uh, a reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns on this topic, on other topics in the NFL, college football, before you name it, we got it. The latest news and notes and information, inside information on the remaining coaching hires and what's going on with those. We've got the complete list of all the coaching changes in college football and assistant as well as head coaches, who's in, who's out. We do the same for you in the NFL. Uh, we've got the breakdowns of the Senior Bowl and East-West Ryan games. So much going on in football in the scouting season. So take advantage of the scouting season offer today uh, at LandryFootball.com. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com and get the best information, players, teams, coaches, schemes, games, in-season, out-of-season, from a coaching, scouting, playing in front office perspective. That's what we do at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer today and just try it out for a month, and we think you'll love it. Um, if you, uh, remind you to subscribe, like, and share the Landry football podcast network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, that way you don't miss any of our football content. We're going to have uh, some interesting posts coming up. The uh, top, um, dozen or so NFL free agents this year, the latest on the senior bowl in the East West game, you name it. Uh, we've got it covered for you right here on the Landry football podcast network and LandryFootball.com. So we'll see you there. Spread the word. Always great having you. So long, everybody.